Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled Beautiful Feet, and in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will implore and encourage the Christian to be the Christian that shares the good news of Jesus Christ with those around them. The Bible tells us how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. And you don't have to be a full-time minister to tell others about the Lord. God wants everyone to know the beautiful message of salvation through Jesus Christ. And it is up to the Christian to tell everyone around you. We sure pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, we're going to talk about your feet this morning. Let's talk about our feet. We did a lot of walking in Washington, D.C. Let's talk about our feet. Romans chapter 10 and verse 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Aren't you glad you're a whosoever this morning? By the way, everybody is a whosoever. God did not predestinate anybody to be damned. In fact, that doctrine be damned. And I'm not saying it's strong enough. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? If you're saved here this morning, man or woman, young or old, you are a preacher in the sense that God has called you to bring the gospel. How shall they hear without a preacher? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. The more things change in this respect, the more they stay the same. Um, I'm glad we're, we're live streaming our services right now. I'm, I'm glad that we can get the message out to the world in that way. I'm, I'm glad we have a website. I'm, I'm glad we got all kinds of other ways the word goes out. But in the end, God still wants to save people through preaching. It's how he ordained it. Preaching is still important. It's becoming unimportant in Christendom today. We got a better way, God. We got our computers. We're smarter. We got the internet. We don't need preaching. We still need preaching, folks. God has ordained preaching. The foolishness of preaching. It is foolishness to the natural man. But it's his ordained way of bringing the gospel. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? So you see these flags and these missions conferences and these missionaries sending missionaries, sending men to start churches elsewhere. I got a chance to preach for Brother Brad Wells Thursday night. That's going well. That church is doing well. Church plant under the shadow of the Supreme Court building. Close, it's, it's the church close, it's on Capitol Hill. 
It's the closest church to anything of any kind of church there, to all that goes on there, Supreme Court and other things that you would associate with all that. It's a miracle because it's a Bible-believing church. And pray for them. They got some big decisions to make concerning the possibility of buying a building that uh, just a couple of years ago was $13.8 million, but it's at the bargain price of $5 million. <laughs> so I, I cautioned him about that, but just praying. If the Lord wants them to have it. But um, that's where they're at. It's going well. Preached on Thursday night. How beautiful. Look at verse 15. And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for all of your goodness. We do lift up our beloved country to you. We ask, Lord, that you have mercy upon it. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that we would continue to be the friend of Israel. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful feet. Beautiful feet. The person that brought you the gospel had beautiful feet. When you bring the gospel to somebody, God says you have beautiful feet. Now, obviously, God's not talking about your feet physically. Uh, some of you probably got warts. Uh, most of us, we leave our feet caged up in these socks and these shoes, and by the end of the day, you pull those shoes and socks off and phew. <laughs> and corns and ingrown toenails. And it goes on and on. But God says those feet that bring the gospel, that carry the message to others, are beautiful feet. I remember some years ago, my son and I and uh, uh, my son-in-law, Matt, we uh, did an overnight couple nights for fishing. And we hiked into some wilderness area. And I, and I learned a long time ago when my son says, I'll say, what kind of hike is it? He goes, it's not a hard one. I, I just don't believe him. I just, as soon as he says that, I just go, liar. <laughs> You're a liar. And man, we, we got into this wilderness area, and I mean, it, it wasn't a hike, it was a forced march. And by the time we got there, my feet were a bloody pulp. You ever get your feet so full of blisters, they're just a bloody pulp? And fortunately, I don't know why, but I had a roll, it was a roll of hockey tape, but it was really what you would buy at the drugstore, roll of um, gauze type of tape. And so I was able to, on the way out, tape both of my feet solid. And it was the only way we ever got out. And uh, I guarantee you, I was not feeling like I had beautiful feet. You have an Old Testament king who, when he conquered another king, cut off the man's thumbs and his big toes. Why is that? Your big toe is your balance, your feet. I've had broken toes. Maybe you've had some broken toes. Usually when you break a toe, they don't do anything with it. They just tell you to limp. And you don't think much of your feet until you got problems with them. And then you realize they're your platform. And so God talks about these feet that bring the gospel as being beautiful feet. Let's take our Bibles and go to Psalm chapter 60. Psalm chapter 60. And let's talk a little bit about shoes. Because anytime you talk about feet... You're going to talk about shoes. Psalm 60. Psalm 60 and verse 8. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom 
will I cast out my shoe. Felicia, triumph thou because of me. Shoes in these days, and even in the first century when your New Testament was written, were simply soles that were strapped underfoot. Frequently they were discarded. And oftentimes an extra pair were taken along if you were going on a journey because they were generally pretty flimsy. That's why it was unique when the Lord told them in Matthew, Matthew 10, basically not to bring an extra pair. The Lord told those Jews in the Old Testament that their shoes would not wax old. Did you ever stop and think about it? They were 40 years. If you were a little goomer, over those 40 years, your feet grew. I wonder if part of the miracle was the shoes grew with you. Because I guarantee you, when you're 40, you're not wearing the same shoes you were when you were one. But that was the nature of shoes. To unloose the clasp or latchet of the shoe, to bring the shoes to someone, <clears throat> excuse me, or to carry them away, was the responsibility of the lowest slave. To pluck off the shoe, as we read here in Psalm 60, verse 8, was and still is connected with certain kinds of contracts, but it was also symbolic of great humiliation when one king conquered another. Let's look at this contractual thing. Take your Bibles and go to Ruth chapter 4. Ruth chapter 4. Joshua judges Ruth. I give you that because Ruth is a book that's good at hiding. Do you ever notice how some books of the Bible are good at hiding? Ruth is one of those books. Joshua judges Ruth. Ruth chapter 4. Ruth chapter 4 verse 1. Then went Boaz up to the gate and sat him down there. And behold, the kinsman of whom Boaz spake came by, unto whom he said, Host such a one, turn aside, sit down. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit ye down here. And they sat down. Now the gate of the city was like the court. And the elders hung around there. And, and official business was transacted in the gate of the city. And by the way, it was the elders, not the youngers. It was the elders, not the youngers. Uh, look, I, I appreciate youth. I appreciate the enthusiasm of youth. I appreciate the energy of youth. But when it comes to wisdom, God upholds the elders. And we live in a culture that's, that's lost that. Uh, these were the older men chosen for their positions because of their age, dignity, and wisdom. And we live in a culture now that worships at the shrine of youth. And that's why so many foolish things prosper and prevail. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Beautiful Feet by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought a reminder to the Christian that we are to go and tell a lost and dying world the glorious news of salvation through Jesus Christ. When we tell others about the Lord, the Bible describes our feet as beautiful because in eternity, that person will be priceless to the one they led to the Lord. It is imperative that we tell those around us that they can know for sure that they will spend an eternity in heaven. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. Don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.